Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast with Bryce Johnson. It's a show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Enjoy inspiring conversations and thought-provoking interviews. You'll hear stories from people that will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Now, from the Unpacking It studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere, here is Bryce Johnson. Joining us right now on Unpacking It is Brian Dawkins. He is a Hall of Fame safety and a fan favorite who spent 16 seasons in the NFL with the Eagles and Broncos. He was a nine-time Pro Bowler, five-time first-team All-Pro, and the first player in NFL history to record at least 30 interceptions and 30 forced fumbles in a career. He played his college football at Clemson, but he's also a father, husband, and a man of faith. You can check out his website, BrianDawkins.com. Brian, thanks so much for being with us. How are you? Thank you for having me. Absolutely blessed. Thank you for having me, brother. Man, well, we're, we're excited about today, and, and, and we'll start with kind of what you're up to now because you, you spent two seasons working in the Eagles' front office as a football operations executive. You were a part of the Super Bowl win, but then you decided to step down in May to pursue other passions. So how has that been going, and, and what exactly are you up to now? Well, yeah, that was, uh, you know, it was a, whirl, it was a whirlwind. It was something that I didn't expect to be back in Philadelphia, to, to be honest with you. That was something the Lord put on my heart to do, um, to go back to the facility and to, to, to do what I can to, uh, to help in different ways and having different conversations. Um, but that fire and that, that determination and that, that um, drive um, just changed. Hmm. You know, I, soon after the uh, Super Bowl, I began to pray for Father, what, what's next? Do you want me to continue on this path? as far as executive role goes, or what do you want me to do? And I've really began to feel the pulling and tugging to do what I'm doing now. Um, and at that time, I didn't know exactly what that was going to be, so it was you know, some, some nervousness in it. Yeah. But then God gave me a vision. He gave me a vision of what he wanted me to do with my story, the things that I've gone through um, in my life, and to begin to, to build a platform to, to really have people talk about certain things differently, especially mental health talk about those type of things differently. That's not the only thing, but there's a lot of, um, a lot of the things that I'm, I'm going to be doing uh, revolves around uh, speaking about the things that I've gone through, the things that I've conquered, and the things that yet I still conquer. Every day it's a conquering. Mm. Uh, and so, you know, that's one, that's, those are some of the things that I'm doing. I'm opening my own company, starting my own company that's in the works and start my own foundation as well, as well. So those are other things that I'll be doing. Yeah, well, no, it's all very exciting. And so what was that process like then of of walking away from the, this executive role? And Because I, I think that people can relate to that when we feel that tug of, okay, God's, God's leading me to do something different. What was kind of your takeaway just from that process and what you learned through that? Well, it was, it was, um, it was scary. Um, and people may like, why, why would you be scared? You know, you played 16 years and, you know, I'm pretty, you seem to be a guy that, um, was pretty smart with his money. It's, it was not just about that. If you think about the fact that since I've left college, school, high school, I've always been up under, I would call a big brother. Hmm. So when I, what I mean by that is when I left Clemson, when I left high school, excuse me, I went to Clemson. So I was under that big brother of Clemson. When I left Clemson, I went to Philadelphia. So I was under that big brother as a worker. I was doing things under that 
um, organization. When I left Philly, where did I go? I went to Denver. So that's another big brother. When I left Denver, retired for a little while, and then I went up into ESPN. So I was blessed to be with ESPN. Once I left ESPN, I came back to the Eagles. So I've never really stepped out and really did, uh, did anything on my own, so to speak. Hmm. And so that was really the Lord pushing me and saying, no, I need you to step out, not on your own, but yes, on your own, but I'm going to be leading you and directing me. So you have to be tuned in to everything that I'm saying. So that's where I am. And so that's where I stepped out into that, into that stretch, as some people call it, stretching myself um, and really trusting God, really trusting him to direct me to the right people, to have the right conversations so that I can share what it is he has on my heart with those individuals in order to, for me to build something that, that he wants me to build. Ah, I love it. Brian Dawkins, Hall of Fame Safety, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And, and so you, you mentioned starting up a business, starting up a foundation. And, and, and so the foundation's getting going here soon, but it will be the Brian Dawkins Increase Foundation. So, so why that word increase and, and what does that mean to you? The word increase um, is a powerful word. When I went to Philadelphia, so it's going to be the Catalyst Increase Foundation. And, and, and when, when, that, when I went to Philadelphia, um, that's one of the things that God put on my heart, that he wanted me to be a catalyst to that organization, to be a catalyst in the building, to be a catalyst to the players, to be a catalyst you know, in the front office. And, and whatever I step into, the catalyst to the cafeteria, like wherever – I can step in and have a conversation to bless anybody. I'm listening and blessing people from the shadows. I will do that. And I was doing that because God put that on my heart. And so that same premise, that same premise of increase, I want to now take to my foundation. And my foundation is to help bless people as with increase mentally, spiritually, and physically. And that's pretty much my plan for everything that I do going forward. But in, in my foundation, it will be going mainly towards those individuals, especially single moms that have gone through traumatic things in their lives. So mm. single mom, obviously with children that have gone through traumatic things. So I want to be able to bless them to give them the hope that they need when they go through those, go through those traumatic situations to help them and their children see the light beyond, you know, the darkness that they may have been falling off of falling upon. Wow. It's powerful stuff, Brian Dawkins. And, and so along with that, you, you're also very passionate about uh, reaching, reaching men and, and reaching all people, but, but you've been doing the, the Better Man Challenge, and you've already done two of them, and, and you've got another one coming up. But, but kind of take us into the, the heart behind the Better Man Challenge and, and what you're trying to accomplish as you motivate and encourage guys to, to get behind this. Yes, um, and the premise behind the Better Man challenge, conference, and everything else is the reason why that this world is, is where it is is because of, um, in my opinion, the lack of men understanding what a man really is mm. and what a godly man is. And when men really stepping up and taking the responsibility for doing the things that we're supposed to be doing as men. Like sometimes we have been taught to be a man by absolutely the wrong people. Sometimes mm. uncles, sometimes people that are just were just out to get their own in life, men that weren't being men, that they were thought that they were being men, but they weren't. And you're actually learning some bad examples. 
television teaches us how to be absolutely jacked up men. Mm. And you still can get money. You still can get your women and all those things. Well, when, when God began to deal with me about manhood and teaching me what a man really is and how I'm supposed to be covering my household, how I'm supposed to be the foundation piece in my household, covering my wife, my children, I'm supposed to be speaking the word over them. Like I wanted to then have people understand men that is understand that this dude that you've seen play the game of football for all these years. Yes, he has issues. He's had issues. He's mm. not the superhero that you think he is. Mm. He's a he was gonna he was, he was a broken dude at one time. All of those things changed when I accepted Christ into my life. Mm. And as I began to really walk and really begin to learn and really begin to study and go through the things that he had me go through so that I can learn some of those things, I really began to see a different way of living. And because of the disciplined life that I now live, I'm able to experience the things that I experience. So this is what I want to do. This is what he wanted me to do, excuse me, is to begin to share with people, share with men. Not And the, the challenge is for men, but if, you, if women can do the challenge as well, it's not something that women can't gain increase from it as well. But I really wanted to challenge men because, once again, I wanted to really um, offer that challenge and look a guy in the face and say, are you willing to take this challenge? And have him say yes, so we can take a, do this thing together. But I really wanted to begin to show the people that a disciplined life, a disciplined life is a powerful life. Mm. A disciplined life, when you live a life of discipline, when you tell your body, and I, I, I say this quite often, that you know, my, my, my disciplined life, tells my emotions to shut up and get in line. <laughs> if my emotions try to get out of line and it wants to do what they want to do, my disciplined life tells them, nope, I know what you're trying to do. Enemy, I know what you're trying to do. But what we are going to do is we're going to continue right on this schedule and this, this plan that I have, this, this discipline that we do, that I do, and that I'll, automatically my emotions begin to dwindle, come down, come under submission so that I can be the righteous man that God has called me to be. So now I want to challenge men. I want to give them specific things to do. They say it takes 21 days to create a new habit, and it, I think 40 days to really submit that habit. So I took one day off and just added 20. So obviously I like the number 20. <laughs> That's right. And really begin to challenge men to do, do, do this discipline. Try this discipline out. Try it for 20 days and see what it does. See, don't, see, see, don't, See, don't you uh, gain a different perspective of your relationship with God by doing this challenge? And the first two challenges actually was one challenge. I added some things onto it because it's the foundation piece. And I believe that the foundation piece takes, should take longer. Mm. But I extended it from 20 days to 40 days so that people can really, really walk that thing out for 40 days and really begin to see the benefits of a disciplined life. I love it. It's awesome. You can find out more at BrianDawkins.com and see just how, how doable this challenge is, but how powerful it can be in your life and, and to, to really represent that discipline in your own life. So encourage people to check out BrianDawkins.com and, and check out the, the, the Better Man Challenge. And, and we're going to take a, a quick break here on Unpacking It, but we're just getting started with the Hall of Famer, Brian Dawkins. we got to ask him all about that and uh, more about his faith and his family when we return right here on Unpacking It. 
Welcome back to Unpacking It. I'm Bryce Johnson. Be sure to check out our website, unpackingit.com. Hope you're doing well today. We are thrilled to be joined by the Hall of Famer, Brian Dawkins. Spent 16 years in the NFL with the Eagles and the Broncos as a safety. And he's really doing some awesome things right now since kind of stepping away a little bit from uh, being involved in, in football day-to-day and, and really challenging people to, uh, to live the disciplined life. And, and so we're, we're thrilled to have him a part of the show today. And, and Brian, we, we've got to hear just about the, the Hall of Fame experience. And, and I'm curious, so, so you, you got inducted in August. How has your life changed since being inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Oh, wow. It's, uh, <laughs> the, um, the Hall of Fame itself, the, the experience itself was, was tremendous. Um, it exceeded my expectations because of what God um, put on my heart to share on stage. And so the whole time that I knew it was almost like game day build up to the game. Like I was basically in game mode when I stepped on stage and all week long when I was so thankful, I was trying my best to be around as many of my fans as possible. I was trying to, you know, uh, just really share the experience, taking videos and sharing the experience with as many people as, as possible for that time to really get to the point to really just give God thanks. Mm. And thank him for allowing me to be the individual that he poured the gifts into so that I can then give that same pouring of gratitude back out to others. Mm. And so like afterwards, it's, you know, it's been a whirlwind. And I would tell you, I, I, obviously we don't have the time to me to go into the details, but like the, the attack on my family, me and my family spiritually was so heavy wow. before, that, before that week. Before Hall of Fame week, I'm telling you, it was so heavy. There was other things happening, you know, cars breaking down, people stealing from us. It was so many things going on mm. that I was really like, man, that like the enemy is really trying to take me out. Ooh. I can really feel, I really felt like he was trying to take me and my wife out. And so me fasting and, and getting into a place that I can then get to the Hall of Fame to deliver the message that God had me to, to deliver on that stage. Mm. So afterwards, now, I've had so many people, I mean, close probably into the thousands now of individuals DMing me and me conversating with them on on my uh, social media accounts of how that message uh, not just uh, resonated with them, but it helped them. Mm. It helped them see someone in my position talk about the weaknesses that I had and yet still have in some cases yeah. and how God is the ultimate strength in my life. How having my relationship with not religion, but not my relationship with God is the ultimate foundation of the stress that I walk in every day. In. So I'm now able to share that on a different platform, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I yeah. have a, a, a grander platform to talk to people in Brazil. I've had people conversations with cats from Brazil and Turkey and, and, and Germany. I've seen, you know, people that, don't even speak the English language. I see a whole bunch of squiggles and lines on my on my message board, and I have oh. no idea what that says. Man. But I again, so, but but the message is reaching. Like the message is going outside of football. So I love the fact that I was blessed to play the game of football. But that was just, just that that was the beginning of, of of what God has for me going forward. Amen. So this platform, me being where I am now, I have the ab- uh, ability now to speak. The men who who've never touched the field, 
Mm. Speak to men who've never stepped on a court, who's never stepped on ice, the hockey heist or the, or the pitch, who've never done any of those things, but yet still the enemy's still trying to get them. Mm. Negativity is still trying to crush them. And the dark side, which we all have, that negative side of us, is still trying to cause them to do something that would prevent them from being everything that God called them to be. Wow. That's powerful stuff. Brian Dawkins, our guest right now on Unpacking It. He's a Hall of Fame safety, spent 16 years in the NFL with the Eagles and the Broncos. And, and just to continue the, this conversation about your, your Hall of Fame speech, because it was so inspiring to a lot of people, the, the, the one line that really stood out to, to me personally, and I, I just want to share today, was when you, you talked about how your success always came on the back end of pain. And so usually we view pain as a bad thing and we try to avoid it, but, but you just shared an incredible perspective on it. And so when you look back on your life, it's kind of funny to say, but how valuable has pain been to you? Pain has been so valuable. And I meant every word of what I said. Every, I was from my heart. and every, every word that I said, I meant it, and I mean it to this day. Yeah. Like the pain that I have gone through, not just in my spiritual life, like understand this. Let, let me break this down for the athletes. All right. So the pain that I put myself through in conditioning tests, Guess what it brought out of me? More. Mm. Guess what the pain that I wore, that I did, the soreness and the pain that I went through by actually uh, um, pushing up the weight, more weight, increasing my weight load. Guess what it did? It got me stronger. Yeah. So the so the things that actually help us to grow off things that in the natural that we do upon ourselves to increase the load for us. Mm. So why do we think all of a sudden in the spiritual life is different? No, it's, 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 it's similar. God knows that you will never, me and you be, we, we, we understand together, oh, yeah. that he knows that, me and, he knows that me and you, we won't. If we could, we would sit on the couch and just grow. But, we, <laughs> but you don't grow in comfort. You don't grow in comfort. He knows that. So God actually allows you to go through things because he knows he's put something in you and he knows that the only way that you're going to actually get up to study your word more is for him to send you through something. The only way you're going to truly pray more, when you're, especially when you're younger, is when you have to go through something. You don't have the answers to. You start building up stress and anxiety and depression. Now i got to dive into the word. Now i got to see. I need answers. I don't have the answers to this, so I'm going to have to go somewhere else I don't have the answers to. He knows that. So that's why he sends those problems, those pressures, those storms, as we call them. That's why that pain is so significant in my life, because the things that I have learned, the things that I have now as wisdom came from pain. It came from me either doing dumb stuff or I didn't listen to wisdom, but somebody else was giving me and I went through it myself. And now I have that as a part of me to now share with other people. Mm. So strong. So pain, pain, is, pain is important. Pain is so important. It, it, it's so strong. And, and just, yeah, I appreciate your, your perspective on that, because I, I think a lot of times we just, uh, yeah, we, we try to avoid it, and, and we see it so negatively. And in the moment, it is, but, but as, we, as we get through it and trust God through it, it's amazing what he can do in it. So I uh, appreciate you sharing that. And, and, and one final thought on the, the Hall of Fame uh, ceremony, and, and it's, it's just such a special day. I always love that every year, and, and for you, uh, it was cool. But, but I thought what you did for your wife 
was really special as well. Of, of course, you get the gold jacket, but but you gave her a, a gold. I don't even know what you call it, but uh, to, a, a scarf type of thing to, to really honor your your wife. And so I'm just curious as as you look back at at your marriage. What, what are some words of wisdom you can share today with our audience that, that you've learned and implemented in marriage and, and just how important your wife has been in your own life? Wow. Wow. Um, the, the reason why I did that to, for my beautiful bride, for Connie, is uh, she has really been, before I was the man of God that, you, that you're talking to right now, um, you know, she, was a, she was a strong rock. She was a firm rock on in, in a lot of areas when it comes to stability, when it comes to not, you know, venturing off doing stupid stuff. You know, she, you know, if, in the beginning I had to stop doing some of the stupid stuff that I was doing because I had, I wanted to be with her. Mm. So she was, she's been a, such a, um, a strong person in my life in, in that regard. But here's the other thing that I really wanted to do when I, by presenting that to her. So like she has been a superstar in my life. She has. Mm. She has been a, she's been a grounding influence. I told you is is one of the reasons I'm still here today. It's because of her, not just praying for me, but she's actually one of the first people that really cornered me and made me go talk to somebody about the problems that I was having, so that I can, you know, really begin to allow God to to minister in me, um, you know, during that time. So I wanted to present that to her because I wanted her to 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 to, to know what it feels like. To get, a, to get a standing ovation mm. because, because of the, the superstar she is. The all, I got called her my Hall of Fame wife. What she's been in my life and how instrumental that she has been in my life. There's so many other details I can go into. We don't have the time. But she's been so influ- influential in my life. And I really begin to think about it after I did it is that, like, when you look at the way that it works sometimes, you know, one of the happiest days of a woman's life is when, is the um, is the ceremony for the wedding? Yeah, uh, everything is riding up for that day, and kind of everything else is downhill for a lot of for, for a lot of women for different reasons. You know, men we forget stuff. We don't be the man that we're supposed to be, and we only do things because we know that they like us to do them. But I wanted to do something outside of all of those things and present something to her and give her give her the um, wow. Give her that feeling of yeah. what it felt like when see people looking at her on her wedding day. I wanted her to feel that again. I wanted her to feel that she's more important to me. It's not just that one day she's important, that she's important to me every single day. And if I can provide that type of thing for her every day, I probably would try to. But in this instance, I was able to do it. So like, I guess you're asking me, what would I do? And what would I advise? Yeah. I would advise men to go outside of the norm for your bride. Mm. Go outside of the norm. Sometimes it's simplistic stuff. You don't have to always, it's not always extravagance. Think outside of the box. Look at her. I mean, what, what did you do to get her? All the things that you said, the dating and all those things. And, and now the life happens, kids happens, job happens. Now you get into a rut of every day just existing with her. She, they be, you know, wife becomes your roommate. Mm. Oh, oh. Change that dynamic. Find a way. I, I noticed this in my life, and I'm speaking for myself here only. I notice I make time for those things that are important. That's right. I make time. When I want to go do something, I make that time. Mm. Want to go play golf when I was playing golf? I made it time. When I want to work out, now I make the time to go work out. So the things that I want, I make happen. 
And I found that to be true for not just me, but for a lot of us. For the things that you really want to do, you want to go, you know, hang out with the boys or do, you make that time happen. Mm. But when it comes to the bride, we don't do that because we become comfortable. Mm. Get out of there. She needs to know that she's important. My wife needs to know this. Every day she needs to hear and see and, 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 and from my touches know that she is the love of my life. Every day. That's good. Every day. Man, that's a ch- that's a great challenge for for all of us today. It's so encouraging to hear, and and just uh, man, I appreciate you saying all that. He's Brian Dawkins, Hall of Fame safety, former Eagle, and and you were a part of the the staff that 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 won a Super Bowl uh, back in February. And we only have about a, a minute left together today, but I had to at least quickly ask you what what are your thoughts on on this year's team, and and do you see him kind of maybe turning the corner after that win against the Giants? Yeah, obviously, obviously they're struggling. Obviously, they're struggling. It's a lot of injuries going on, but even before the injuries, they were struggling. And so I was, in the beginning, I was happy that they lost a couple of games early. Uh, I, I know that sounds crazy. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. It's, it's in those, remember, you, you remember earlier I mentioned about pain. When That's you right. go through pain is when you really begin to look deeper into things to change things. Also, in the locker room, you begin to have tougher conversations with people. Accountability for good teams begins to rise. You begin to have those conversations, and now me and you can hold one another more accountable to stuff because of this pain. We don't like the pain we're feeling. We don't like to be ridiculed. We don't want like to be the butt of people's jokes. So what we're going to do is we're going to circle the wagons. We're going to hold one another accountable. We're not going to let the negative get inside of this locker room, and we're going to go out and play for one another even more, right? So that's what I hope begins to even happen more so now, especially with all the injuries and all the ridicule that, you know, that, 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 close game and, and being able to win that close game um, this past su- Sunday. Hopefully they begin to, to build that, that underdog mentality back again. Absolutely. There's still a few weeks left, plenty of time to, to get things going. Uh, but, man, really appreciate all your insight today, and it's just so encouraging to, to talk with you. He's Brian Dawkins, and, and man, we'll, we'll do this again, uh, but, but glad we at least uh, scratched the surface a little bit to, to hear all that you're doing right now and uh, encourage people to check out BrianDawkins.com. Sign up for the Better Man Challenge. Find out all about that. Check out his line of hats. Next time we'll have to talk more about that and uh, and, and some of the other cool merchandise that he has on BrianDawkins.com. But Brian, Please. really appreciate it. That, one, one last thing, 15 seconds. Man, I, I, the last thing I'll say is this. When, if, you're st- if you're tired of living in stagnant, stagnation, if you're tired of just existing here on earth, if you want to actually live life on purpose, Check me out. Check what, what the Lord is doing in my life that I'm giving to you to provide for you, for you to take ownership of so you can live your better life today. Amen. I love it. BrianDawkins.com. He's Brian Dawkins, the Hall of Fame safety, 16 years in the NFL with the Eagles and Broncos, joining us here on Unpacking It. For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackingit.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T.com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackingit.com slash donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week.